You live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> or the ball. <laughs> There are so many little-known fairy tales, folklore stories, and chapters of history to explore in this world. So much of it is wackadoo, unbelievable, disturbing, enthralling, mind-bending, and just plain weird. When I find these stories, they get stuck in my head, and I absolutely have to share them with someone. Usually I inflict these tales on my husband Dan, along with our chocolate lab Lily and cat Collins, but I thought, why not share these with you? I'm Gina Wagner. Welcome to Tail Wagging, a gleeful retelling of little known fairy tales, folklore, history, and more. Gina. Uh, we are here on a very, very windy night for some more storytelling. You excited? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so it's going on outside right now. Some gale force winds. Exciting. And with where we live, yep. high winds mean waves and falling trees oh. and generally natural disasters on small scales that could happen at any moment and make me have to manage my own property. <laughs> now that we're in a terrifying mood, let's talk story. So I promised you uh, some kind of Thanksgiving themes for the month of November. This one, this one's about sharing and, and the family you choose. And maybe don't choose. That, that's where I'm going with this. Okay. So, I think you'll understand why I decided to read this one, purely based on the title. It's called The Lion and the Cat. There's nope. no princesses. No. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure there's no princesses in this one. And I'm pretty sure I'll point out to you how someone is a princess before it's over. Alright. Alright. Uh, challenge accepted. <laughs> This is a Native American legend. So, long, long time ago, on the other side of the world, there was a lion and his younger brother, the wildcat. Um, they are of two different species, so I feel like this is a chosen family. And they're hanging out together for, you know, to survive. They liked each other so much, they share the same hut, their roommates. The lion is bigger and stronger than any beasts that live in the forest and could jump farther and run faster. But there's one problem. The lion is a coward. He is afraid of grizzly bears and serpents who are smarter than him and he needs his brother's help to protect him. Uh, the young wildcat has a lovely golden ball and it's so beautiful you can hardly look at it. He kept it hidden in this like little fur muff around his neck and it was a gift given to him when he was very young and he's been warned never to part with it because it keeps him safe from harm. 
The two go out for a hunt together one day and the lion whispers, hey, brother, there is a bear sitting on that tree. And the wildcat touches the ball and he's like, bear, die. And the bear, it just tumbles down dead out of the tree. So it's super magic. Yes. It's a, it's a death note. It's a death note. It's okay. a death note ball. <laughs> so a while later, they're going to cross some grass. And then the lion cries, oh, that is a snake. And the wildcat says, bro, I've got this. Snake, die! And the snake died. And the brother skinned it. And the wildcat tucked the skin into his mane because, quote, snake skins can do all sorts of wonderful things if you are lucky enough to have one. Be everyone should know this. Yeah. You are definitely last to the party if you didn't know that. Lucky snake skin. Not got, so lucky for I've the got snake. Some snake skin right here. I've been really? Yeah, I collect. You have a collection skin. of snake skin. You would skin? be amazed what you can do with it. What What can you do with it? You're gonna find out. So lucky. You, you just You just read your story. You'll find out about the snake skin later. <laughs> oh, okay. So they still haven't had dinner, and the lion doesn't like eating bear because he's always afraid the bear wouldn't really be dead and it might just like pop up Michael Myers style. They find some deer grazing and the wildcat asks like, hey lion, like, uh, go catch one for your dinner, but bring another one back alive for me, you know, your brother, we bros. So the lion bounds off and the wildcat waited a long time and then eventually just went home. And then the lion comes home. The wildcat asks like, hey, bro, where's my deer? bro and the lion had a great story he's like well i didn't catch the deer until we had to run halfway across the world and left the wind far behind us it was epic you had to be there and it would have been a real drag you know get it to, to bring it all the way back here so i ate them i ate them both nah. <laughs> mm -hmm. it was at this moment that the wildcat realized he did not feel he loved his brother anymore. He really had wanted that deer. He had plans to ride it like a horse and go see amazing places together. This was the cat's plan. So <laughs> he was gonna live the dream and now he cannot. So the cat sulks all night. And when the lion woke in the morning and said, hey, hey little bro, it's time to go hunting. Wildcat says, go on without me. You go kill the bear, the bear and the snake. I have a headache. I'm staying home. And he turns over in his bed. Well, the lion's a real coward and he wouldn't dare go out without the wildcat and the magic ball. So now this is a silent treatment. They don't talk for days. Plus they're both like really hungry. So they got real hangry with each other. The lion thinks, you know, Maybe if I can steal the magic ball, I could kill the bears and snakes and it won't matter if my brother's in a bad mood. So on a rainy day, the lion complains like, oh man, whoo, hoo wee, it is so boring being cooped up here. Can we play a game of catch with your golden ball? Eh? Eh? And the cat says, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to play catch that, that doesn't amuse me. 
And the story says, uh, to this day, no cat ever forgets being wronged. So this is why this attitude thing is going to persist. It's probably true. I don't think our cat ever forgets being wronged. Clearly. <laughs> uh, Lion tries another tactic. Can I go play with the ball by myself? Uh, no, you can't play ball in the rain. You'll only lose it. I'll play inside then. Don't be so grumpy. The cat rolls his eyes and he throws the golden ball into the lion's lap and curls up for a nap. Lion is thrilled. This is going really well now. And he tosses the ball up and down a bunch. Sure that his brother's only faking being asleep. So he's got to like make a good show of like, look at me playing with this ball all by myself. And the lion like is like inching closer and closer to the door. And then he throws it up really high and it never comes down. Okay. The lion cried, oh, how stupid of me. And the cat woke up pretty pissed off and they searched for days and they never found it. So this is, this is it. This is it for their relationship. After the loss of the ball, the cat decides he doesn't want to live with lion anymore. He wanted to find himself and his ball. So he wandered north. Years pass. He journeyed hundreds of miles. One day when he was quite old, he came to a river. Cats don't like getting wet. So he climbed a tree to go across, singing all the while of that ball, that ball that had gotten away. Suddenly, he sees a beautiful ball dangling from a tree branch he was on. He could just manage to touch it with his tail. What a coincidence that there's a ball in this tree. So he knocks it around back and forth with his tail until it dropped on the ground. And then he ran down the tree like lightning and he tucked the ball away in a snakeskin around his neck, which he still has. Years later. Yeah, because you it's never lucky. know when you're going to need... I'm, I'm telling you, there's so, a lot you can do. It's real lucky. Yeah. So the cat's like, oh, I've got the ball. This is, this is amazing. And he starts to look for a way across the river again and sees two girls cooking on the other side. And he tries to shout to them, but they're too far away. And then the ball suddenly fell out of the snakeskin into the river. Wow. Lucky snakeskin. <laughs> so the ball floated across to the other side where one of the girls saw it. They caught the ball in a little pail and then locked it in a cupboard in their room before bed. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> First thing the next morning, they opened the cupboard to find their ball and instead found... A handsome young man. What? A handsome young man. Wow. So, I just want to say, any does it say anywhere in the text <laughs> that these these girls are specifically that neither one very specifically is a princess? They are described as girls. Is a princess a girl? Princesses usually have to be girls, but not all girls are princesses. But they're not all not princesses. True, but... but This one just turned a ball into a charming prince. No, no, they had nothing to do with the turning. It just happened on its own. You don't know that. And princesses don't have to be magic either. I mean, they kind of do. No. In books. Only in, like, Care Bears in Wonderland. Yeah, in that too. (laughs) 
It's basically sacred text. It's the lore. The lore always... The lore. If there is a girl, she's a princess. Especially if she's turning inanimate objects or animals into handsome young men. This reminds me of, like, a fad in a certain decade where, like, every girl had to wear, like, pants that said, like, princess on the butt or something. Yeah, but pr- also princess. <laughs> it's, it's in the lore. It's in the it's, sacred text. It's in the butt. <laughs> it's on the sacred text. The sacred butt text. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, handsome young man. He thanked them and explained... We're going to find out his backstory now. A long time ago, I was enchanted by a wicked fairy and condemned to be a ball. Sounds a lot like a princess and a frog type story. <laughs> Go on. The spell would only be broken if he met two maidens who would take Ooh. him to live with them. He's got to get a two he got to get two for one. So I guess like the habitation clause was met because they locked him in a cupboard. Yeah. So now they live together. That is correct. Um, I guess this extended his life because for hundreds of years he lived in a forest with a wild cat who was also hundreds of years old. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and it was only when the lion threw him in the sky that he got away. And then he thought all was lost when the wild cat found him again in the tree. But then he saw the girls across the water and he knew that was his chance. So he just, like, leapt out of the snake skin. <laughs> Before leaving, he told the ladies, Girls, if ever I can do anything to help you, go to the top of that really, really high mountain and knock three times at the iron door, and I will, I will come to you. And he bowed and left them weeping at the loss of the ball and the prince at the same time. Interesting. You said prince. Yeah, he's a prince. Uh-huh. Interesting. We said there wasn't a princess in the story. Yeah, but still. Kind of. <laughs> prince, princes often spend time with maidens who end up being princesses. But they didn't become a princess during in, the course of this tale. You, you can't prove they're not. I mean, there might be an epilogue somewhere I mean, where they took the hike to the very tall mountain and knocked on the door and competed to be his bride or they something. Pro- they might have became something to him. I don't know. What are you I, suggesting? I'm not suggesting stuff. I'm snakeskin. Snakeskin has a lot of uses. So. <laughs> what? That's all. I, my mind just went to a place... <laughs> I hope that's not where we were going with the snake skin. <laughs> I can't stop where your mind goes. I'm just trying to win. I'm just trying to win the challenge <laughs> of the princess. <laughs> the story. So, um, what you what do you think of this story and the and the Death Note prince and yeah, repulsive. What? Yeah, it's really bad. Like what? I, why are these this cat and this lion? They they don't have a real friendship, obviously. If no. The second no. They the don't. second you don't drag a a deer across the world for for your bro, your bro is like I don't like you no more. But but little bro like murdered bears and snakes for this lion for. Am I a bad person a if I don't find this admirable? Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> but when I read the story, it was totally like. 
wow, this is really weird. And then the twist ending, that's that's what really got me was I was like, what? Ball prints? Death Note? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. why I had to share this story because it's too weird not to tell another person about it. It definitely is. <laughs> and then these girls are like, oh, we had just... We had just gotten this magical golden ball. And then it was upgraded to Handsome Prince. And now we don't have either. But, I mean, all they have to do is climb a mountain. Yeah, they got to go on an epic And light the bat signal. (laughs) Bat signal. (laughs) What's that? You need me back. (laughs) Princesses, I'm coming. (laughs) I'm Batman. (laughs) I was a ball. In snakeskin. For a long time, hundreds of years. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Or the ball. <laughs> Played around with Catwoman for a bit. <sighs> but I'm Batman. I think I, I think I killed her. I don't think she's coming back this time. I'm just I don't know. Over. I don't know if she can finish the podcast. This is the part where she's supposed to say goodbye and hit the button, but there's there's tears, there's some combination of pain and happiness. Her her head is slamming into the MacBook. I'm not repeatedly. slamming. I'm just. I'm... It's probably gonna leave a mark. She likes the voice. I do. I do. She really does. All right. Until next time, we'll have a very special Thanksgiving episode next week. Say goodbye, Batman. Goodbye, Batman. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Tail Wagging, a gleeful retelling of little-known fairy tales, folklore, history, and more. If you'd like to get in touch or send us a story you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can find us on our Facebook page, Tail Wagging Podcast, or on Twitter, at Tail Wagging Pod. That's T-A-L-E. W-A-G-G-I-N-G-P-O-D. We'd really love it if you could take a moment to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast anywhere you can. It really helps us get found on this new adventure. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, tweet about it on the interwebs, or send a raven. And if you are under an evil enchantment or have been turned into a creature of some kind, I can't promise listening to the next episode will transform you back, but it might. This is tail wagging. May all your dreams come true.